Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Here we are, it's you, it's me, it's me, it's you, it's Dan and Rick, it's Chats with Cats Podcast, it's another night, it's another podcast, it's another episode, it's coming to you live, Old Inga Beach, everyone loves it, have a drink, well done, welcome. (laughs) And still no Mark. Still no Mark. Yeah. I think, I love Mark, he's a very, really nice fella. I think Mark's a bit of a pussy though. I don't, you can't, you're not that sick for a whole week. And he even said this morning, I'm feeling a bit better, just... Put your big boy panties on, mate. I think he's worried about the price of fuel. I would have taken him here. Well, what if he's not? What if it's more about getting us sick? Because we've always said, if you're too sick, don't come. Mm. I don't know. There's got to be a middle ground. I think it's just like, be sensible. You know, put your, like I said, strap it on, strap it in, let me begin. I came to win, battle me, that's a sin. (laughs) Get to the podcast room, put your hands up, put your hands down, talk a bit, record, put it out. You know, Fucking hell. There's so much going on. <laughs> that, that's a lot. That's a lot and that I'd, you've just said. Yeah. Well, I've always said it. Mm. I've always said it. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? Let him relax. Uh, you don't want him to jump the boat. You know, it's not what we're here about. No, absolutely not. We don't condone jumping the boat. Yeah. The boat's he, not there to He be could jumped. end up kicking the coffin, mate. He won't, though. Yeah. Not for a little bit. Okay. Um, can I give you a little update on Mossy? Oh, what is this? Uh, spirit Mossy? Just him. Oh, okay, Just yeah, go. Things. All right. He's got so many funny characteristics that are so funny and so cute. But I was just thinking about it before you hit record then. I put him to bed tonight. He's got this thing at the moment where he's just infatuated with Rachel. I want mama to do it. I want mama to do it. And then just before bed, I was trying to get him dressed in his pajamas. And he goes, "No, I don't like you." And I was like, oh. "It really cut me." So I said, "Mate, that's upsetting. Like, you really upset me, blah, 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 blah. And hey, then, I remember a while back you said if you pretend to be really sad, he gets... Yeah, well, I wasn't in the mood because I was to do the full act. But anyway, yeah. I said, it's, it's bad behaviour. And we've started this thing where he's very conscious of behaviour and what's good and what's bad and all that sort of thing. And as soon as you say something's bad behaviour, almost as soon as, he gets his head around, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. 
So anyway, we've got this other layer to it, which is like sticker rewards. So there's a sheet that um, Rachel's going to put up. And when he does good behavior, we go, oh, well done. You can get a sticker for that. And it like builds up and then we can give him a treat or something when it's full. Like a dog. <laughs> like a dog biscuit. <laughs> well done, son. Here's a can of chum. So jumpy. So how, what's the reward going to be? Like a chocolate bar or like five bucks or something? Well, he doesn't know what money is. Well, he probably doesn't, but he will later. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out what the reward can be. Mm. So anyway, we've then gone, said it's bad behaviour. I said, you know how you can make up for that behaviour is let daddy put you to bed tonight. Now, the reason we both prefer putting Moss to bed is he's actually really easy now. How's his bottle when he goes to sleep? Mm-hmm. And it's glorious. Ren, on the other hand, is still a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Love you, Renny. Anyway... So Moss going to bed, has his bottle, he finishes his bottle and he goes, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, <laughs> and like powers himself down. <laughs> it was so funny. I was sitting there, I was like trying not to laugh. Like, like legit fell asleep? Yes. He was holding his bottle and I was like, oh, do you want me to take that? Because normally he goes, I'm all done and, and passes it to you, but he didn't pass it to me tonight. And he's holding his bottle on his chest and he just goes, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. <laughs> so, I guess you're asleep. I don't know what's funnier, the cuteness or the fact that he's Jamaican. It's both great. Jamaican? <laughs> oh, no, Jamaican funny. me crazy, yeah. man. That's but the other cute. thing is he woke up in the middle of the night the other night. He'd come into us in um, into, into our bed. And he woke up in the middle of the night and he starts singing. <laughs> Fuck. Like, and so I'd, I think I'd got up for a second. I went to the toilet and I could hear this voice. And I came back out of the bathroom and he's singing in the bed. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Oh, it was so funny. Hey, I think at one point he goes... Don't give up at childcare. <laughs> oh, so hang on. Okay, so if you don't know what this is, and it's not a YouTube he's watched, so they're doing something at childcare. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's, it's like, like a cult. He's got such a crazy, creative, weird mind. <laughs> so you just funny. don't know what's going on inside there. Yeah, but then it was like I was, my heart broke a little bit. I was like, maybe he's like <laughs> depressed about being at childcare. He's like, come on, you can do it. Don't give up. <laughs> Oh fuck, oh, man! That's so, so funny. That is actually very funny. Oh. Hey, is he still saying um, things in the, the walls? Yeah, yesterday before we left um, for the party in the morning, he goes, "Look, mum and dad, there's a friend on my back again." <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh, that's fucking. That's creepy. Oh, no, please, no more. <laughs> but anyway, kids are cute. Um, I don't know whether I should say this. I'll say it. Just fucking say it. I don't think Rachel's mum's a listener of the pod, but I'm going to talk about her. <laughs> this is and dangerous. If, if you do listen, Lindsay, and you hear this, we love you, but stop fucking picking my unripe veggies from my veggie patch. Please <laughs> oh, fuck. fucking stop it. So I've got a quite a good t- little tomato bush, and I've never once been able to let a tomato live on that bush until it's fully ripe because <laughs> she fucking picks them. What, is she over every day? No, she's not every day. But, like, this is the... Tomatoes don't get ripe in a day. 
Mm. They need to stay on there until they're red and hey. juicy and ripe and ready. From a little pulp to red and ready, what's the turnaround time here? Fair while. Yeah, okay. So, like, it's more than a week. Okay, I'm just cutting short. Boring story. I bought a whole heap of herbs or herbs, whatever you want to call them. No one in Australia calls them herbs, so okay. let's call them herbs. Okay. Put them out the back, planted them. I've been fucking picking the shit out of them like every night for recipes. Those things are fucking indestructible. They keep growing fast and back. Yeah, and that's great. so good. Yeah, so I wanted to get tomatoes, so I'm going to learn a lot here. So keep talking. So we've got these planter beds, got heaps of stuff in them. My parsley is out of control. It's so good. Like, we've had to trim it back, actually, a couple of times. <laughs> Given heaps to people at Rachel's work, all sorts of shit. Yeah, right. Parsley's going great. Basil took a long time to start really coming into its own, mm. but now it's like I've got five massive bushes of basil. Basil? Basil. I've got cherry tomatoes, which we've picked a heap off because oh, they ripen Can you give up. me cherry tomatoes to plant? No. Oh, why not? You don't just plant a cherry tomato and a bush grows. Give mate. me a seed. I'll do it. <laughs> I didn't get it from a seed. Yeah, well, just give Water me some. A planting. Give thing. me some tomatoes. Get and it I'll... from Bunnings. Okay. Anyway, so that's all going great. We've, mm. we've used lots of stuff. A little chili bush, got heaps of chilies. Great. Awesome. This fucking tomato bush. Is like it's dying to be a good plant. <laughs> she just always picks them, and it's so frustrating. Do you know the only thing I can compare it to is if if you were cooking something, mm. cooking a steak, and you just fucking put it on and it's sizzling away, and then someone cuts the power and the gas to your house, can't oh. cook that anymore. You're gonna have to eat it in its current oh, so state. Is, is she the Roundup weed killer to this plant? Almost yes. Like it's trying to live. And I was talking to Rachel about it the other day. I said it would be – because the last ones that she picked, I used one. And it was like the the core was still really white. It wasn't ready. Yeah. And it was frustrating. But anyway, I said to Rachel, please say something to your mum about picking this fucking tomato bush. Why don't you say I something? I just want – well, I don't want to be disrespectful. Just – no, your plant, your house. Don't, you, it's she's a great being, point. I, I'm, look, so what's her name? Eileen. Eileen. Don't – you're being unaware – of being disrespectful to the plants. So this is the other thing, right? The caveat to it. Mm. I wouldn't be so concerned if she was picking them to eat herself. But I don't think Eileen has eaten a vegetable in the last five years. She doesn't pick them to eat herself. She picks them and just leaves them on the counter. It's like, why? Why are you doing it? Oh, so there's no point for the picking? No point for the pick. If she picked them and said, hey, I'm going to take these home. And so you're not even I'd cooking like, a pasta and she's great. going there like, hey, pop that in there. No. That's fucked. It's so- just I'm going to pick these unripe vegetables, put them on the bench. I don't know what she's got in her head. Oh. Like She's scared that we forgot we have a tomato <sighs> bush you know out there. Fuck, they're going to leave it on there until it's rotten. It's, I better pick them now. It's such a trivial thing because like, I'm putting myself in your head, right? So you probably go out there to pick up the kids' toys, have a look at it. You go, fuck, that's gotten a little bit bigger the last few days. Go out there, you know, put the lawnmower away. Or The last one that she just picked today was like, no one can see this. Two tennis balls? Yeah. It yep. was a beautiful big tomato and it was just starting to get red. I was fucking so excited about it because I thought, I've spoken to Rachel. How long have you cared for that tomato? Oh, months. Actual months? Well, the plant, it's one plant that we've had there for months. And it's like I've never been able to pull one ripe tomato off. It's <laughs> so frustrating. Uh, fuck. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Tender love and care. That's anyway, I hope someone can can um, really connect with that story and empathise. I'm with sure that. there's people at home that have just done what I've done. Because if someone like 
fucking raped my fucking oregano plant of all its leaves, I'd be very upset. So I get, I, I now get where you're coming from because I've just done sort of the similar thing. Yeah, you should. That's good. So what have you got? Uh, basil, thyme, oregano, rosemary, and name something else. Parsley. Yeah, parsley. Is that six? Did I say six? Yeah, something. About that. I reckon they're the ones. Yeah. So good. Very good. And up to a, um, a dripper system that's on a timer. So I don't even have to know about their life. And I put them in a sun and shade spot. It's just perfect. It's good. You got it all sorted out. I did. I accidentally too. Like I, I just was like, I'm going to put them in that and then probably put them there. And then the person that used to live here had dripper systems there. I turned them on and it's like a magical experience. Like now it's just, I was paying $3, $4 for like. Aren't they such a rip off? It's a rip off. And I'd use it once for a steak and then be like, oh, I'm going to have to. And I'd get anxiety about trying to find meals to use things with. I'm like, now I can just, it's living there. Yep. I can just grab it. When I, it's the best. People, go get your shit sorted. Do you know as well, specifically with parsley, you go to the shop and buy a tiny few sprigs of parsley for like three bucks. Mm-hmm. I reckon I've saved myself enough to put a deposit on a house. That's, a, that's definitely a lie, but a, a great lie. sentence. Yeah, yeah. But you can't put a price on parsley. Parsley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right, let's move on. All right, the next thing we had here, you put it in the thing. And I did. And then you said you don't have anything to okay. talk about. It. So uh, I need to own up to this. I I didn't know what a tonsil stone was until probably I met Alison. She goes, oh, I think I had a tonsil stone. I was like, what the fuck is a tonsil stone? I had my tonsils removed 12 years ago. So I'm not a real tonsil person. Oh, I never even considered that to be a thing. Yeah, I used to get tonsillitis. people used to yeah, get Yeah, tonsillitis a lot and... um. Yeah, it was yuck because, you know, we talk about COVID and colds and like being whatever. Tonsillitis fucks you up for a while. Like, you you know, you can still do your shit, but it's like so uncomfortable. Swallowing's hard. Anyway, people with severe tonsillitis can get it a lot. Usually the doctor will say, hey, I think it's time you get them cut out. Now, I was fortunate enough that Norlunga Hospital were doing... Um, two for one deal. Wasn't it? Well, <laughs> you'd hope it would be two for one. They were doing a thing where it was all laser Instead of actual knife. Really? Yeah. And I was like, they're like one of the first. They're like, yeah, well, they're trialing this. So there's more spots have opened up. So you've moved up the line. I was like, okay. So they put me under. I woke up, felt fine, and no problems. So apparently, laser's really good, but haven't had them. Anyway, she's talking about um, you know, this tonsil stone. I'm like, what is it? Now, for people that don't know, it's like a calcium buildup, isn't it? That sits in your tonsil and you can actually poke it out of the back of your throat. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gross. It's gross, and they stink like cheese, don't they? Or what, what, what oh, they stuff? stink so bad. Yeah, so it can give you bad breath. So if you've got bad breath and you don't know why, and you're brushing and your mouth and floff, floffing, floffing, never floffed before. Oh, look, you got to floff. All these things trying to get your mouth hygiene better. It could be tonsil stones in the back of your throat, and you can get little utensils to poke them out. And I just get videos and look it up. It's crazy. So my experience with tonsil stones. I thought I had some food. This is probably going back a few years now. I thought I had food caught in the back of my throat. Mm-hmm. And I was like trying to cough it up, trying to like, like do yeah, all yeah. weird like mouth soundy things. And I could never get it. And this had, well, like stayed with me for like three days. And I was like, something fucked going on here. So I was feeling around in my mouth with a toothbrush. And I felt like oh, if I could just like, flick whatever this is out of my mouth mm. and then I must have pushed the tonsil in the right way that it popped it out but I thought I'd flicked it out. So at that point I thought 
I finally got this piece of food and I saw it and it had gone a weird colour and whatever. But it's been in there for fucking days. Of course, it's dissolved a bit or whatever. And then didn't think much more of it. And then it started happening again. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, I need to fucking have a look. So I videoed with the flash on, poking around in my mouth. And I was like, oh, I can see there's a white bit there. The tonsil stone had gotten that big that it was actually poking out, out of where it sits. Yeah. Oh, that's so disgusting. And I love then I that. Pushed on it with the toothbrush and it just went bloop. Oh. And it was fucking huge, man. Oh. It was like Yuck. a pebble that you put in your bush. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Did it smell? Stank. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. And I didn't have bad breath, but this thing was so. Stinky. This thing had bad breath. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you get it more with drinking a lot of milk or calcium? Well, you don't um, notice. Well, through talking to Alison, obviously she had that, and I haven't. I haven't actually had one for a while. Touch wood. Mm. So, I can't really put it down to any changes in diet or anything like that. Yeah, mm. but they are. It's kind of like it's like. How can I explain this? When you're a kid and you started getting pimples, there was a certain amount of excitement around having a pimple to start off with because yeah. you. You pop it and you're pussing shit out of your face and it's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, some of them explode, some of them curly yeah. up. Yeah, and then the ones that are like, they get a real big pop. And like, Anyway, that's the same kind of excitement, I think. That's like the progression of that excitement for an adult. Yeah. Because you don't really get pimples much anymore. And if you do, you know that you shouldn't touch them and whatever. So your exo- excitement so, scales on the size of the tonsil stone. Yeah. Yeah. And I reckon the last time I had one was about three months ago. But I haven't haven't had, haven't had one since. But so how often are you getting them? I don't reckon that one from three months ago. I don't reckon I had one for six months before that. Okay, so as a regular tonsillar, you would be getting two a year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not too there bad. There was a period though when I was getting fucking heaps. Okay, so like, you got to figure out what you were eating around that time. Yeah. Well, I remember it was back. It was I reckon the first one I ever noticed was back in the Happy Valley House. So that's a long time ago. Mm. Hectic, but if you look at look, if anyone listening to this goes, I don't know what that is. Google it. Yeah, go or, on YouTube or TikTok. And look and look, at it. Yeah, and look. Are at, they on TikTok? Yeah, as well, heaps on they? TikTok. And this, oh. the video I saw, this guy was literally like you said, iPhone shining down the back of his throat using a tonsil stone tool. This is like a prodder to poke him out. Yeah, and it's like I watch one. I, I'm a freak that likes watching people videos. So this was like right up my alley. But anyway, you said something about um. Feeling like you had something stuck in your throat? Yeah. It just, I had this thing come rushing into my head and I didn't want to interrupt you. You know that little gap between your nasal passage and the top of your mouth? You ever get food stuck in there? What? I sometimes get food stuck. You feel the top of your mouth, there's a really thin layer that separates your nasal passage from the top of your mouth. Yeah, right. Maybe not, that's a lie. But anyway, so I sometimes get food sort of stuck somewhere up there. And it's only one type of food, and it's a carrot. And only when I eat a carrot, like Bugs Bunny. Raw. Yeah, raw. So if I shave it, eat it like that, fine. If I cook it, fine. But if I eat a fucking carrot, it gets stuck somewhere in the fucking top of my every fucking time. I don't know what it is. But I'm sure there's someone else out there that can relate to this. There's a food that they eat, and it gets stuck. Either in the back left, back right of their fucking jawline, or up there, they'd be... Mouth spots. So you're ho- you're hoarding carrots in weird places. Yeah, I don't know why or what happens, but it's just it's one thing that just 
irritates the fuck out of me. And now I refuse to eat raw carrot because it's a it's probably like a six hour ordeal to get it out. And I have to do that thing that you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, very Horrible. weird. All right, let's move on from the tonsils. Um, I was talking to a friend recently who shall remain unnamed, who has gone through the process of acquiring an engagement ring for his soon-to-be, hopefully, fiancé. Oh, okay. So you can't say because you don't want to give it away. No, that's right. It's not happened yet. But it got me thinking. I was talking to him about where he's gone, and he's actually gone to the same place that Rachel had her, actually and me as well, had our wedding bands made. But, and we had a great experience there, really nice. But when I was getting her engagement ring made, I didn't have quite such a nice experience. So I remember the day that I went in to go and find out about it. So there's a place in the city you can go in and literally they do custom designs. They bring out all the diamonds for you to pick one. They go through... um, what do you want the design to be? They'll sketch it for you in front of you, all this sort of stuff. And I thought, fuck, that's really cool. Bespoke, whatever. So I trot in there on a 42-degree day, the middle of summer. It's blistering hot. So I'm wearing a singlet and a cap and shorts and thighs. Oh, so you look like a dropkick. Well, for someone that's about I wasn't to- wearing a dodgy singlet. Mm. I was wearing a nice singlet and a hat, probably wearing it backwards and shorts and thongs. Yeah, so you just look like a dropkick that wouldn't be buying an engagement ring. That is not okay. You can't judge people like that. That's No, but I'm just saying that's what because they've done. I, because it's a hot day and I'm wearing a singlet means I can't afford to buy an engagement ring. That's what people think. It's fucking stupid. It happens all the time. I, I saw it in sales. I saw it all the time. People would avoid that someone walk in, they'd look like shabby, hadn't showered, whatever. They'd be like, oh, fuck that guy. I'm not dealing with him. I'd go up and be like, hey, man, how you going? The guy would buy a $3,000 laptop. Bob's your uncle. Sale done. I would pick it up. You can't judge a book by its cover. I'm saying that's what they've done with you. Absolutely. Mm. Actually, that reminds me of another um, example. There was a guy, when I was working in the car yard, there was a guy, there was a bus stop right out the front. Yeah. The bus stopped and a guy walked out of the bus and he walked up into the showroom and he looked challenged. He walked into the showroom and I just went, too hard basket going to keep doing my work over here and the other guy went and said day to him and the guy walked in and he goes i like american cars i think i would like to buy one of those and he goes no worries come over here signed up at full price just bought the car picked it up in a week and at that moment that exact thing that you said book by its cover i just thought you fucking idiot you've just cost yourself 400 bucks mm. because you were too proud anyway so you it's learnt a, a lesson young yes. to never, ever judge people by yes, their appearance. that's right. So I've walked into this place, upstairs, go and see the lady at the counter, and she's like, oh, hi, what do you, what do you, what do you want, basically? And I was like, oh, someone said that I could come in here and I could pick things and, you know, I've got a bit of an idea in mind that I'd like get a ring done and get a quote and whatever. And she's like, oh... Okay, um, have you got any pictures that we can work off of? Just treating me really like it. Did she look it? down on you, like as in yeah, not interested? So. Yeah. Yeah, so she was doing a wreck. <laughs> Good one. And the whole thing, it was just like, it seemed like a chore for them 
to, yeah. to serve me. And I was like, this and, is bullshit. And doesn't that make you feel so uncomfortable the whole time? Like you just yeah. want to walk out? Like, yeah. But then you feel too awkward about leave, leaving because you're like, well, I'm already this far in. And Yeah. Yeah. And you go. it got to a point where figured out the like the picture kind of thing of what I wanted to get done. And then I got to the point of picking the diamond. And you can spend so much money on a diamond. Yeah. And they've got like three cases. The cheap case, the middle case, and the top case. And I was probably never shopping from the top case. Definitely from the middle case. Yeah. She brings out the cheap case and they all look fucked. They've all got these little fucking black dots. Blemishes and yeah. Oh. And then the grading on them. And I'm like... Have you got anything better than this? Isn't that so daunting too, the grading thing with diamonds? Yeah. Because you walk in there and just go, I just want that uh, roughly a diamond that size, what's that going to cost me? And then they're like, oh, no, but there's F and G and this. VX and, and VX1. And, yeah. yeah. And you just go, sort of what? Stuff. And then, oh, yeah, then there's uh, yeah blemishes and, oh, my God, it's it blows your mind. So a bit of advice for everyone before you even walk into a shop, just look up. All the different types of diamonds you can buy, but Just keep going. fucking go to Zamels. <laughs> Who cares? Um, yeah, whole thing was shit. When she, when I said, can I look at the next one up, she's like, oh, but you realise these ones start from X. And I was like, yes. Can I please see them? She's like, oh, yeah, okay. I was like, fuck. Like, like she was like already saying like, like, I'm, I am basically throwing money at this woman going – Fucking give me stuff, and she's just like, nah. Mm. Like she thought I was wasting her time or something. Yeah, just a terrible experience. Not going back there anyway. How did you go buying Allison's? Well, the thing is, I I actually had um, a family friend buy from this place, so I was told to go in there, and I dropped a name when I walked in, but the name didn't land. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh no. like why would it? The, okay, as a business, <laughs> how many people do you serve a week, a day? And this happened like two years ago. Like, yeah, yeah, dropping the yeah. name was never really going to work. Um, the only thing that landed was the guy that had organised it for my f- family friend. So I spoke to him. Same thing happened. Was heaps more polite and a little bit more, you know, understanding. And, like, I knew straight away, as soon as he started talking about, you know, VSX1 and V... Like, I, I was just like, I've got no idea. And he goes... Ugh. You know those salespeople that have, like, a really good spiel or speech, like, you can tell they've just said it a thousand times. Yeah, they say yeah. it quick. They say it like to the point and it's really convincing. Yeah, well, not convincing. It's like believable. Stop saying words. It's um <laughs> easy to understand and layman's terms, yeah. but you get it right without confusing you. So, so we did one of those. Convincing and believable. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so anyway, he said, oh, okay, what do you want to spend? I said X amount, maybe a bit more. I'm actually a bit time pressured because I've got to go on a holiday. We're going to the Maldives and that was going to cost me 20 grand. So yeah. I was like, this is already expensive. So again, he pulled out all these diamonds and he goes, look, you can get one this size, you can get one this size. And the thing is with Alison's ring, I've got diamonds all the way around the side of it and then I've got one big diamond on the top. But I thought if I go for a shit diamond that's big on the top, that's going to get caught on fucking everything. I was like, so what's your best diamond that's smaller that's actually good. And he was like, he went around and showed me, he's like, this one, this one. And the difference between... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently, so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And literally a diamond that was three times the size and the same price, it blows my mind. And like at a first look, I was like, yeah, it's a bit cloudy. I can tell the difference already. I can see the blemish in it. There'd be so many people that could get, you know, a huge diamond, but it's fucking shit. But all diamonds are apparently shit. Apparently this just, it's a big scam, the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah, like diamonds, are, there's fucking millions of them everywhere and it's just, they dig them up all the time and they, it's like a supply and demand thing where they only release a certain amount. Yeah, right. Maybe one of those things, but the thing is, you know girls want a diamond, diamond ring. They want to get engaged. They want to have the big hoo-ha. There's part of you that goes, oh, that's expensive. But there's the other part of you that goes, that's what I want to do to keep them happy. So I I did the ring thing. I went quality over quantity. Um, and, yeah, my my experience was pretty good in the end, really. Delivered on time. I actually had to get it resized twice and had one change and no complaints. Good turnaround. Yeah, that's good. Mm. The um, bit of advice I've got for you as a bloke who's been there and done it, and I think most – well, maybe not most. I might be alone here. I got into Rachel's car the other day, and I found her <laughs> engagement ring and one of her wedding rings in – so our car – I don't know if Alison's got this or not. I think maybe it does. It's got an electric park brake. No. No? Ours has got an electric park brake. It's like one little button you I know the one. finger under. Yeah. And I found them in the fucking electric park brake oh. switch. And I'm just like... Just don't care about them anymore. You don't give a fuck about this at all. Yeah. It, it, that, and that's the thing. If it's a big cumbersome ring, they're only going to want to wear it when they're dressed up and go out. And I, I, this is my thought process, and this is not what a lot of people would think of. I thought, I need something that's not going to be too fucking catchy. And, yeah, and, yeah. and that's one of the things that I changed, actually. She had it. She kept saying that part of the ring kept catching on her clothing. And I said... Don't know if this is just a standard thing, but can you have a look? He goes, actually, one of the clauses is not quite bent oh, yeah. over. Yep. So he fixed it, and now way better. There you go. But she still she still says, like, occasionally it's annoying, and it's not the biggest diamond ever, but fuck, man. Imagine like, if it was. Yeah, imagine if I'd yeah. gone, like, oh, no, nah, I just want to, like, get something that's going to blow her mind that's this big and shit quality. She'd fucking never wear it. Like, she honestly wouldn't. She'd hate it. But it's a funny point, like, you know, novelty can wear off on things like that, even though they're really, like, if she'd lost that, Rachel, she'd be devastated. But the fact that, you know, putting it on every day, a bit annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a balance. But there's places it? you can leave things. You, yeah. She could have left that in her bedroom on the dresser. 
somewhere yeah, but in I the f- house. But you forget, she's, she doesn't care about it anymore. <laughs> no, she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, something we care about. I am getting quite annoyed at something, and I don't know if I'm just being precious and being a whinger. Obviously, cost of shit goes up constantly, right? And I, maybe our expectations of things is skewed in line with what we're getting in products and services and all that sort of thing. When Netflix first came out, do you know what the average subscription dollars was? I'm going to wild guess here. Was it six ninety nine? I think it was like five bucks to at the very first start. Okay, five dollars a month, and you get it. It was like, whoa! I've got access to all these TV shows, movies, all that sort of thing. I think at the last price rise, Netflix has now gone up to like seventeen dollars a month. Doesn't seem like much, right? Is that for five screens? Five profiles. Yep. What do you mean by screens? Well, yeah, profiles or screens. So, for example, um, we do a family thing. So it's just eighteen dollars between five of us in the family. So if you break that down, what's that? Not much. It's like three bucks. Oh, do you? Mm. Can you chip me in on that for? Well, well, I've got a lot of family members, mate. You're out. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> done. And we do it with Spotify, and we do it with a few others. So a month, I pay thirteen dollars, and I get Spotify, Stan, Prime, and Netflix. Oh, wow. So it's great. That's a lot. Yeah, what you need to do is find five people and get the family packs on all of them. I don't know if that's going to exist for much longer. Netflix constantly putting their prices up. Now, I get why they have to do it. They're making all these blockbuster movies that are going straight to them and all that sort of shit. Mm. I understand. Money's got to come from somewhere. But it's constantly getting more fucking expensive and it's one of those things with all these subscription things that Rachel likes to have. Oh, yeah, but it's just this a month. Okay. Well, if we were just but paying for Netflix a month, that's one thing. Oh, yeah, but the show that I want to watch is on Stan, so I need that one. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Oh, yeah, but they released something on Disney. Okay. Oh, yeah, but Prime's got this thing out. Oh, what about Binge? Oh, my God, Binge. We ne- I want to watch Euphoria. Oh, what about Disney Plus? Crazy. Mm. By the time you paid for all of these oh, things. Paramount Pictures. I, do you know I was Paramount one of Plus, the people? Sorry. Yeah. I was one of the people who... Never, ever thought that I would have like Foxtel as an example. Mm. Never interested in it, didn't want it, and I thought, why would you pay so much money just to have other TV shows? Stupid. Why Mm -hmm. would you do it? Now you look at your monthly bill for all this shit, when you add it all together, it's like $70 a month just to consume shit. Yeah. It's bad. It's full on. What I heard recently, though, is Netflix apparently is looking at ways that they can fine people or charge them extra on their accounts if they're using their logins across multiple screens in different households. So your thing about a family pack, I want, is it actually a family pack? Is it designed I, to do it that way? I think so. I think so. But the other thing is, maybe this is a scare tactic because if someone's got a um, fucking, what's it called, a, pro, a VPN, how are they going to track that? How are they going to know? I suppose that VPNs are going to have to match or maybe you have to register a VPN. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. something like that. I don't know. I just think it's stupid. Hmm. Well, They're obviously making a bucket load of money. Just well, if no, I not give really. Money, okay, let, okay let's, how many? Well, going back on what we were saying on our fucking TikTok about having a um, a seen it button on Netflix, right? You're on there scrolling through a whole heap of shit that you're not interested in because either you've seen it, you've halfway watched it and gone boring. You don't like the actor, you're just not into that genre of movie, right? You want to clear out the catalog. How big is the actual catalogue? How many movies are on there? 
let's say, for argument's sake, Netflix has 5,000 movies on there. And once every two weeks a new release comes out that's just recently been filmed in the last 12 months. You break down $16, $17 between those 5,000 people, of course they want more money. It makes sense. You roll, scratch, scratch your brain back. That's not a saying. Now it is. Scratch your brain back to Blockbuster. You'd go and hire a, a weekend overnight or whatever the fuck it was for six ninety five for one movie. Yeah. And it could have been shit. You didn't even get the preview of it. So, like, I would go there. I'd spend $17. I'd get, like, five weeklies, a couple of overnighters and have a fucking binge fest with a few mates, right? That's one, two, three nights that we do that. I'm getting Netflix for $16, $17, unlimited movies, although I fucking have to scroll through so many bad ones. I don't think it's as bad. <laughs> the bad thing is it's the fact that all the movies aren't in the same place, and that's, that's the problem, I think, more than the actual price of actual Netflix itself. No, the thing that frustrates me is you you sign up for a product. This would be like if you got a gym membership. So your membership is what? How much? Ten bucks. Let's say you get your gym membership, and then next week they don't tell you. There's no notification. You just see the price goes up. Oh, it's twelve dollars a week now. And you're like, oh, it's twelve dollars a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve bucks a week. This this has happened in the last year. From I think we were paying eleven ninety nine, and now it's like eighteen bucks. And there's no notification. I just see it's changed in my bank account. Not even email. Well, I don't know. Maybe Rachel gets the email. Yeah, junk mail. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they have to. They'd have to legally. But so that frustrates me. And then what I'm saying is they would be making fucking poultice of cash. Mm. You think of how many people have a Netflix subscription across the world. Yeah. They probably just add a billion dollars to their bottom line. Bang. Yeah. One price up. It would be very interesting going back to talking about Blockbuster. So obviously Blockbuster buys 10 of the movies and the rights to sell it. So that'd be the price of the movies plus the actual rights to sell it for a certain amount. But then after that, no matter how many times they rent it, that's just their money, right? That versus Netflix and how many times people are streaming the same movie over and over. Because the thing is you hire a movie for two days or a week, you might watch it once or twice. When you get a Netflix account, you might watch that movie if it's your favourite 20 times in three months. Like if you fucking are a psycho like Mark is with some things. You know what I mean? So like for movie people, what is the the benefit of Netflix really? They've sort of been forced into a technology that doesn't benefit them much. So obviously Netflix must be paying every time a movie goes on an X amount and then plus they you get reckon? and a kickback for every stream it gets. Do you reckon? It have to be. So, I mean, look, we'll buy your movie for 15 grand. If no one watches if it. If no one watches it, sucked in. If you get a, a 500 streams a day or more, here's another $1,000. Like that, there'd be something like that. It'd have to work like that. Because you can't just go rewarding Ryan Reynolds' new fucking hot flick that's just dropped with fucking the underground Indian movie that, you know, everyone hasn't seen yet and Netflix have added hoping that it's the next good game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. You went real deep into thought there. Yeah. Like actual stared through the wall. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Last week I was talking about the uh, flight that went down, the China flight, and we had the idea of maybe separating the pilots in the cockpit. Great invention, needed a lot of work. I have a couple that I've thought of. Right? There's been a couple of situations I've thought, why haven't they invented this? And look, pretty dumb guy sometimes. Maybe there's a lot of reasons why they haven't. But how many times, especially in New South Wales, there seems to be like five, six autistic kids that go missing in the forest all the time. 
I was not expecting. <laughs> <laughs> this is the true thing, I right? I was not <clears> expecting <throat> you to go there, but yeah, sure. Yeah. No, that, all the time, all the time. They end up wandering out and they get lost. They don't know where they're going. You get hikers and campers <clears throat> that someone gets injured or they're fucked and they're the pet family are like, oh, he's meant to be back two days ago. Where did he go? He's in this area. Right. I have a fucking great invention. I call it the life alarm. Right. So a plane or a helicopter can drop, let's say, a thousand of these balls and they're made out of like a soft plastic. And on the top of it has a little latch and underneath the latch has like a siren and it also has like a GPS beacon. So if someone finds one of them, has instructions on the outside, all they have to do is open up the flap, hit a button. The rescuers are going to go, fucking Beacon 219 has gone off and it's located there. Some human has found it and set it off. They'll go and fucking find him. So someone with a broken leg sees this fucking ball fall out of the sky and start rolling halfway towards them. They only have to crawl 15 metres towards the ball, open it up, and they drop these like maybe every 400, 500 metres in a square kilometre pad of where the person was last seen. That needs a huge amount of work. Nah, nah, not that at all. It's so far from being realistic. But then they can go collect them all because they're GPS. And you could use them in the ocean and they could be biodegradable. They're so good. It's such a great idea. <laughs> oh, you, tell me that this has legs. doesn't. Oh, no. Nah, this is You're a gonna great You're going to drop idea. a thousand biodegradable balls yep. in the hope that an autistic kid who might not even be able to read well, figures out how to use Forget about the it. autistic kid. Let's this is the whole reason you're making the invention. No, that in was my first place. first category of person that could be missing or injured. Okay. So I'm just saying I've I've kept up with a lot of kids that have gone missing. There was a girl in Tasmania, don't know, she's still missing. And no one took her. Probably have. I haven't looked after her. But nowhere near as much airtime as after her? Uh, Cleo Smith. <laughs> I haven't looked after her, no. But um yeah, missing people's So they things. go to try and find Cleo Smith with these balls. She's inside. Hey. In the dungeon. I'm not talking... Well, they could have. They could have dropped these balls and gone, well, you know, we dropped the balls and nothing. So we're pretty confident that the kid hasn't done it. Okay, let's let's be more serious. It's probably for adults, all right? Campers, hikers, that sort of thing. But they're they're not the ones that go missing. Oh, they do all the time. I disagree. 11 out of 29 times... Fake. They go missing. Fake. It's a great idea. Now, uh, and this is also for people lost at sea. Like, drop them in the ocean. They'll float around people and they can make it, when you drop them, have them make a noise. So people will swim towards them going, what's that noise? It's a man-made thing, making noise. Maybe it will help me. It's a great idea. <laughs> I know you're laughing. It's fucking fantastic. All right, my second one. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. So Port Lincoln, a lot of shark ca- uh, cave diving, right? Same in South Africa. They have that sort of shark shit. Shark cave. Uh, cage diving. <laughs> He's loving this. The wheels are coming off. <laughs> so good. All right. Anyway, every time you've got research vessels, they've got um, signed um, marine biologists tagging sharks everywhere. Tag, 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 tag. You have them all on the one database, and surfers can buy a watch. If a shark comes within 2Ks of you, an alert goes off on your watch while you're surfing. That is a great idea. You can get out of the water. That's a great idea. Yeah. The, the life alarm is great. Needs a bit of work. It's fucking fantastic. But my Shark Watch watch is so good. And you'd call it the Shark Watch watch. Yeah. Shark Watch watch. Yeah. No. So good. No one will buy that. Why not? It should be the death interceptor. I don't oh, know. do you want to take back time and say yeah. that again? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, back in the review. Um, I like that one. Mm. But then why can't we just tag humans? 
What's that mean? Well, you said all the sharks are tagged. So I, they've got I'm tags, all, I'm tag, all, tag, tag, oh yeah, tag. I'm, I'm all for, I, I mean, I don't have kids and I don't care about kids' bodies and that stuff yet because I don't ha- own my own yet. Like, if I was to put a little memory chip in me that said this is where I am at all times via GPS, I'd do it. I don't care. I've got nothing to hide. Yeah. So if someone kidnaps me or murders me, yep. I can get found. I wouldn't be opposed to that, but... Parents just like, don't touch my kids. I don't want my kids to have that in their body. Fair enough. I get that. No, nah, I reckon we do it. Mm, I'm, I'm all for it. Because instead of dropping a thousand biodegradable balls that you're hoping for people to fucking stumble across and read your instructions. Nah, they latch. make noise. Makes people walk towards them. So good. It's the best idea ever. I'm telling you, the idea is going viral and someone's stealing it. No. And anyone can not. steal it. I don't care. Chip everyone. Chip everyone. Mm. That's, the, that's the answer. Yeah, it will go that way. And then you go, oh. Wonder where that person. Boy, is. murders are going to be so much harder. Kidnappings, Brilliant. impossible. It's great. Yeah, sign me up yep. for that. Although the thing is, once someone knows about you know the whole process, you just cut it out straight away. Yeah, but you're not doing that if you're lost in the forest. Maybe you are. Maybe it's going to be put behind there. Oh fuck. Maybe so you're in the forest and you're like, fuck. The only way someone's going to find me is through this chip. Maybe you don't even know that it's there. Oh, at birth, it's done secretly. Something. That's done. There. Nah. It gets out. Everyone knows about it within seven days. But what I'm saying is you're lost. You're not going to go, all right, what's the first thing I need to do? I need to find shelter. I need to see if I can find food and, mm. and clean water. And in the middle of that, but, you hear this, and then 600 metres away, go, you go, I'm oh, going to go towards that also, noise. I should also cut this chip out that's nah. going to lead to my saviour. You hear that, that beeping noise, that, that alarm. You go, what is that fucking... Uh, that, and before that, you can get to it, nah, you the get rescuer to, finds you because you're tracked by a GPS. <laughs> no, no, no. But you hear that really annoying noise. You go, oh, it's a fucking ball making noise. Over, pick it up. Press this to be rescued. Okay, press. Oh, rescuers will be ETA 30 minutes. Okay, do not move. Oh, cool. I'm rescued. Life alarm. Best fucking invention ever. <laughs> All right. I've got one more. All right. Jim's need to do this. I had an investor keen on this. He was actually, um, what do you oh, call God. it when someone... Dan, stop it. It's it's not a lie. It's a real thing. Um, what's the guy that rubbed your body? Um, Masseuse. Nah, the other guy. Physio? Yeah, physio. That's the guy. Um, saw my physio. Daryl? No, not Daryl. No, it was a young guy, actually. Cameron. We were talking about, you know... Just ideas and general stuff about his practice. And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, so ask me about my job and what I did. And I said, actually, you know, I thought of a business idea. I wouldn't ever open a gym, but, you know, something that would be good. We're talking about gyms as well. My idea would be like an anytime fitness, right, that is open 24-7, has a tag that you have to beep to get in, right? So it can register how many times you've gone to the gym, how long you're in there for. Yep. Why not set up a reward system, right? So it's not with... Let's let's go with big businesses, local businesses, and then let's say electricity bills and power bills. So, and this is how it would work. So you could get a message from, let's say, your power company that says, hey, if you can crack 30,000 steps in the next three days, we're going to give you 10% off your power bill, right? So that makes you go, fuck, I may as well go to the gym. Like, Or if you are arming and ahhing about going to the gym, it's a little bit of a kick to get there. Now what's the kickback for the electricity place? The gym advertises that electricity place inside the gym everywhere. So they get permanent advertising inside the gym. Bakery might be, local bakery might be up there. They can go, hey, if you can do 10Ks on the treadmill this week, you get a free loaf of bread. You know what I mean? So, And the way you do it is every time you go up to a piece of machinery, you scan the same tag, you scan to go in, and it tracks what you do. 
So maybe the dumbbells and stuff like that, the free weight stuff is done on movement just like steps are. There's an incentive to everyone here. So you get advertisement as a business. The, the gym person gets encouragement to go back for rewards and the gym actually gets more members in there because there's reward a reward system and better business model. I think it's great. You get the prompt from your power company. No, no, no. It's, let's say an uh, Anytime Fitness app, right, which is attached to an account and maybe let's say it's um, fucking Origin Energy. Just goes, all right, to everyone that is a, at, at uh, Anytime Fitness, if you haven't hit 40,000 steps on the treadmill this week, then you're not eligible for your next bill to have 30% off. Like something like that. Or like next week, if you can get this, we'll give you that. You know what I mean? So it could be an advanced thing. But it's like, I mean, again, a work in progress. It's just an idea that can be worked on and tweaked. And So you said someone was going to invest in this. Yeah, he said, I have, I have a fair bit of money. Pretty keen on the idea. If you can get it off the ground, That's I'd like... a huge like to... flex. Yeah. Hey, Dan, I've got a fair bit of money. Yeah. Well, he opened his own surgery. Not surgery, what's it called? Practice. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I love the idea. I think it's got a lot of merit. And he goes, yeah, if you can get some actual things written up and do it. I thought, that's, that's fantastic. I said, but I can't be fucked. I don't know where to start. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, that's unfortunate, but I think it's a great idea. So, yeah, anyway. You know, I was watching the other day, when you said earlier about the new Ryan Reynolds movie, I was watching the new Ryan Reynolds movie the other day, The Adam Project. Mm. And What do you think out of 10, by the way? Oh, uh, I quite liked it. I gave it 6.5. I don't think I ended, I don't think I got to the end. Yeah, it, it, it bored me a little bit. It was, it was good-ish. Um. So anyway, the whole premise of it, time travel, 2050, now they're coming back to roughly now, whatever, 2018 to 2021. But what I was thinking was, so they're suggesting, obviously, in a completely fictional movie, that there's going to be time travel by 30 years' time. Mm. We are fucking so far away from time travel that it's not funny. This is, and then when you started talking about inventions... I was trying to think, like even space travel, being out of, you know, go to another galaxy or something like that, I don't reckon it's ever going to happen. Well, this is why Elon Musk is so keen on getting to Mars and setting up a colony there. Like he wants to get Mars, Moon, and then start moving on. thing is like there's so much, there is a lot of technology going on about splitting atoms and trying to use splitting atoms into power to launch us. The only other real way to get so far into the galaxy is wormholes, which they don't even know are 100% a real thing, yeah. I think. I think. I don't really know. But it's that or black holes. What's like? What's really in a black hole? You've got to send something in there and find out. Like, Ugh. It's scary stuff. And like the thing is, like, how long does it take to get to Mars? Like three years or two years? I, I don't know. Long time. How long does it fucking take to get to the next wormhole? Crazy, isn't it? I don't have the patience for that. Like if I invented... A super good spaceship that was like unlimited food had it, had its own herb garden. I call it an herb garden, and and tomatoes. Come on my spaceship and has some herbs, <laughs> and it doesn't have tomatoes that can be picked, but it lives forever. And it's like, all right, there's ten of you. We're sending you now, and in six years you'll get to where we want to go. I would get so bored after ten days and give up, and I'd just start watching Netflix. And I'd, hey, control room, how are they doing? Are they still alive? Like seven months later, I'd just check in. Like, oh, I wouldn't keep up with that. Fuck, I'd be so bored. What are they doing? Playing solitaire up there with cards? they got nothing to do. They can't get reception for the footy. That's not happening. Well, maybe they've got a gym set up that if they do enough steps, they yeah. can get 10 We'll send you a there. loaf of bread in six years. Energy bill. Yeah. 
So the total journey time from Earth to Mars takes between... Wow. This is such a huge variance. Between 150 to 300 days, depending on the speed of launch, the assignment, sorry, alignment of Earth and Mars and the length of the journey the spacecraft takes to reach its target. Yeah, it must be where you are in the orbit when you launch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought it was a couple of years, so I was way off. All right, well, that's enough junk talk. Let's uh, get on to the facts. All right, I'm going to kick it off. Kick it off. Yep. So last week I was talking about that pistol shrimp. Lied about a couple of things. I didn't lie. Big surprise. No, it's a real thing. So the pistol shrimp and the claw snapping, right, creates a bubble, but it's only 4,000 degrees, 4,400, right? But it also makes a fucking – it reaches a decibel of 230 decibels. Oh, That's wow. how loud it is. and It's louder than a gunshot. How do they measure that? It's underwater. I don't know. The imploding bubble for a split second also generates temperatures of 44,000 degrees, nearly as hot as the sun, killing its prey. It's fucking nuts. But anyway, that's something I need to clear up. This is my fact of the week. Flamingos are not pink. They are born grey. Their diet of shrimp and blue-green algae contains natural pink dye, and that's what makes them pink and turns their feathers pink. How crazy is that? You don't believe it, do you? I don't want to believe it. Yeah. Is it real? Yeah, it's like us just drinking heaps of beer and turning like brown. It's, it's just that's all we do. You want breakfast? Nah, just beer. So why like there's no other coloured flamingos though? Because that's all they eat. Fuck. Hmm. There would have to be one somewhere. Yeah. So this it's is what I'm thinking. Colour. If you put a flamingo on like a a diet that tasted like what they wanted to eat, that didn't but it have was actually just Doritos. Yeah. Would it just be grey? like an albino. Or it'd be orange. Fuck knows. So it's a great thing. Well, we don't have the time or the technology to work it's that brain out. brain bender. Yeah. Um, you go. Yes, I will. Think of the most obscure thing that you could win an Olympic medal for. I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, I would have said breakdancing. You would have said that <laughs> until you heard this. The first time Ireland, Ireland ever won an Olympic medal was in the category of... Painting. Oh, fuck off. You're lying. Is this real? Yeah, it's real. The category doesn't exist anymore, of course, but while it did, Jack B. Yates received a silver medal at the 1924 Paris Olympics for his painting titled... So they didn't even win gold? The Liffey Swim. What is it? What do you do? Is Are you painting a wall or a picture? A picture. Oh, okay. So it's actual actual art painting. Yeah. I thought you meant like painting a, like a room, the quickest to paint a room or something. <laughs> that's why I was like, this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The painting's never finished too. That guy probably wants to finish that painting but can't because he won an award for it and it's somewhere else. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Anyway, that's all oh. we got time for, guys. See you later. Done. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. That's very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. 
Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 